14 minutes before 9 o'clock. And this time every Monday, we speak to our tech guru, Freddy Maestro. And tonight, he is going to be focusing on uh, something happening on the MTN front and then Uber. Uh, there could be much more stuff. Uh, Freddy Maestro is in studio. Good evening, mate. Good evening, Rams. Are you well? I am as well as can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, uh, network network providers doing some stuff there. There's happening. Stuff is happening there. It's always busy at the network providers side. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, it's a very interesting week that we're coming from. MTN has announced that they are busy working on a chatting app, and it will be out hopefully in the next two months or so. Mm. They're saying this will be Africa's WeChat, and that's what I, I, I that's that's when it caught my attention. Cause uh, let's be frank. <laughs> WeChat didn't do so well in South Africa. Uh, WeChat did well and still is doing well in China. Yeah. But we also have to look at the fact that China does not have WhatsApp. Yes. And South Africans have WhatsApp. China does not have to compete with WhatsApp. So China does not have to compete with WhatsApp and the giant that it is at this moment. So is there a place for the uh, MTN chatting app uh, in South Africa? Uh, I don't know. But the difference uh, is that WeChat mm-hmm. was a foreign uh, competitor to WhatsApp. Yes. It was not South African. That's why maybe these guys are saying South African. That's part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, part two is that in this case, one, the fact that MTN has a community of customers already, one that help in, in, in launching their own app. I mean, I was looking at some of the... Uh features that they're introducing you know they also want to make it have a commercial aspect to it where you can send money or you know buy using the app and what's not so they will be relaunching their digital money service um which is called mobile money the Mm -hmm. mtn momo which failed previously in south africa it it was decommissioned in 2016 when they launched it but now they're bringing it back and they're hoping uh, that with the launch of the chatting app and the mobile money, yeah. then that relationship will work well. However, I'm also twofold on this. I'm, I'm also being skeptical, but I'm also having some hope mm. that they might do well, looking at the fact that thus far they already have 27 million users mm. on Momo who are using the mobile money um, application. And this is the rest of Africa. Yeah. So will they become Africa's WeChat? Maybe when we speak of Africa as a whole, they might just be a good Look, giant. Look, man, there. Be- between South Africa and Nigeria alone, yes. those yes. are big numbers for an MTN. I mean, they are in those markets and they, they are, are in Ghana. You know, so those markets should be strong enough. So it's also going to depend on the cost factor. Yeah. You know, will they come through and be sneaky as a network provider and try to cost us more and make more money out of this? That might just uh, cost them. I'm also wondering and would like to find out a bit more about how one of the features that they announced that it will be able to rather send a text message to someone who is not a data subscriber. So it will be able to send from the app with your data to an SMS if it's yeah. offline. Yeah. So I'm and would it also work across networks? Do, are you going to then send yes. to me as a Vodacom subscriber? So I'm wondering if it will be yeah, across network and if such a feature would not cost higher because we know the cost of SMSing is not the same as yeah. the cost of texting uh, through your mobile data service. So I'm wondering if eh, the details will tell.
if they do succeed or not. But what, what could be positive about this? What could be positive and what could work well for them is if they give us a cheaper option to WhatsApp. Mm. And because they control the data, if they can make that app free on MTN, mm. then that would pick up traction and people would be like, oh, well, then, hey, why should I buy MTN uh, WhatsApp data, which has gone up in price? <laughs> yeah. So let me rather than just uh, get the MTN app and let's just chat on yeah. that application. And if they make it across all networks also, they will be, of course, dominating and, and doing well in the market. Hmm. And that, that that's in two months. We'll know in two months. We'll know in two months. We'll get to play around with it in two months and we'll see what MTN has in store for us. But that's uh, on the mobile network Yeah, side. now our cab hailing service is facing a lawsuit. Hey, Uber, what's happening? Hey, Took Uber. them a few times this weekend. Hey, yeah, yeah, Uber. <laughs> <laughs> now, Uber's been taken to court by 11 users mm-hmm. who are represented by its Arru attorneys. This is for them having been victims of violence from the ride-hailing apps. Now, if you remember in 2016, there's about uh, four men who were arrested and are still on trial for you know, rape cases and, yeah. and violence who are Uber drivers. Now, Uber has improved since then. Mm-hmm. And they've also announced that you know since 2016 and over the years, we have improved on safety. But uh, 11 users are currently taking them on on the fact that they did give you a promise of safety. Yeah, When they launched the application, they did provide a promise of safety and they did not get the safety as is. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of things to consider there. One thing I wanted to actually bring through to the listener is safety yeah the safety of using ride hailing apps whether it be uber or it be bolt also which was formerly known as taxify yeah yeah i just learned recently that they changed their name i didn't know that oh yeah yeah i was also shocked i was Mm. like bolt who's bolt (laughs) because it's not you saying yeah because i was like how you saying (laughs) utla south africa two three days So, Bolt is actually a form of Taxify. They have mechanisms for you to use as like panic buttons and so forth. There's a help button on on Uber. Mm. And there's also 24-7 chat uh, application with the help center. So, you can send a text message to the help center to say, guys, I'm not feeling safe in this trip. Mm. Or, guys, I think we're taking the wrong 10. I'm in a trip right now. Please check my trip and... But but Check if well, but if I have my child in there, I'm yes. not the one. And this thing is happening on my phone. I'm not the one who is riding there, and I won't. That's so, true. Yeah. So and this is why and there's the, a lot and this of child is not perceiving the danger, mm. not telling me that there's danger. That's why there's a lot of precautionary measures that one should take, uh, especially when it comes to ride uh, to rather these ride hating apps. I mean, I was also thinking and saw rather one of the advisors that was given by Uber to say, you do have the right to ask the driver, can I check your boot? In mm. case he's I've done that once or twice, yeah. <laughs> yes. So you do have the right to inspect the vehicle. You have uh, the right to, you know, also double check the person's identity to say, but are you who yeah. the app says you are? Because you might find that he registered himself as James. And then now you want to open a case against a James who does not exist. So you do have the right to do that. Mm. And uh, Uber has come forth uh, to announce that to say, guys, please do use those precautionary uh, safety measures to make sure that you stay safe. Okay. Uh, What else is coming up on your podcast? 
Uh, on the podcast, we're talking about the new USB 4, I think, and looking at what is coming and how is it different from the Thunderbolt that we've uh, had. They always release these new USBs, mm. you know? and we never really look into the details of uh, what it entails. So I'm going to break down the details of the speed that it has and some of the new features that it has. The new USB that's coming would also allow you to connect to your screen. So we might see less and less uh, ports on our coming laptops and devices. Apple has already announced that the next one will have the new uh, USB port, Yeah. Um, the next device that they will be uh, launching. So uh, we'll see less and less ports coming through uh, because of this new USB, which has higher speeds and can handle a little more current in terms of electricity, allowing it to be able to power a monitor or do other things that I will explain on the, on the podcast. And you, you believe they should be explained in the podcast and not here? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> Anything I'm, else? You know, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm okay. trying to divide audience. Here. Okay, good. Anything else in the podcast? <laughs> now we're going to be looking at uh, that in particular, and also I want to give a bit more information of 5G. There's been a lot of speculations on it being unhealthy and might have uh, hazardous risk. I mean, if you think about it. We are talking radio waves. Yeah. You know, whenever yeah. we talk wireless technology advancing, always think about it in this way. We're talking radio waves, and the only thing that's different from your microwave to a radio wave or your cell phone wave is the frequency. Yes. So as the frequency gets higher and you get higher speeds, there could be some radioactive uh, activity that you could have to worry but about. But haven't we heard about these things for the rest of our lives? I mean, I we have. I can remember when people say to me, you know, must stop microwaving your food. I mean, I, and I'm thinking everybody uses this thing. And we're still using it. Yeah. People said, you know what, uh, cell phones could also be the cause of some cancers. Yeah. And we still have our cell phones. We still sleep with our cell phones. Yeah on our heads or right next to us. Some even sleep with them in their pockets. God forbid. I don't know why he's sleeping with pockets. Mm. But uh, so it's on Don't want anybody else to hear it. <laughs> if you're sleeping and your pajamas have pockets, this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but such things, uh, we need to consider them. So I, I do question that on the podcast to yeah. say, but you know, is it true? Is it just speculations? And to what extent do people take this information mm. and actually run with it? And what can we do? Because the technology exactly. is what there. What can we do? And the technology is advancing. Yeah. We are moving to 5G. And whether or not it's hazardous, people will still want a 5G device, want faster data speeds, yeah. and want to live in the era. So can we avoid it? Can it be avoided? And what are the risks and hazards? How do we then follow the podcast? Catch me on SoundCloud. It's uh, at uh, Maestro Bytes on SoundCloud. Just search Maestro Bytes and you'll find the podcast. Search for Freddy Maestro on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at Fred the Maestro. It's as simple as that. Just like that, mate. We shall make sure that uh, we go there. I'm very personally interested, even though you are excluding some of us. I'm certainly very <laughs> interested. Just to dividing audience there. Yeah. We, we need more people online. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy Maestro, always wonderful chatting to you, my brother. Man, always a pleasure, mate.